Okay. What was that? Breaking news. <laughs> From the Fox Breaking News, news. election desk. We call that a rat fart. We just bought double eagle gold quarters from the coin. <laughs> what is up, everybody? <laughs> Welcome back to another episode. We're having some fun already. Let's talk some golf. This is the Chasing Daylight Podcast. I missed that last week. It was nice to have. Yeah. But that song, Perfect. man, that that jam, that EDM mm-hmm. banger, man. Woo! That was a banger. Lord, that gets you hyped. Get you hyped. What's up, listened, fellas? Listen to the intro on repeat all week. <laughs> Did you, <laughs> you can download the song. That's true. Yeah, that is true. So what's up, man? How you guys doing? Pretty good. Yeah, doing good. How about so you? So Jeremy, you uh, I'm in a great mood. I've been getting sleep. It's so weird. It's so weird. <laughs> I, I told the boys earlier tonight, I said, uh, you know, 50 is creeping. I'm, I'm six months away from 50. And so I need to start prepping. So I've been going to bed at 930. Pretty and close to that senior discount at McDonald's. It, you know, you got to be out. there. You got to be there early to get that. So <laughs> I'm prepping, you know, I, I always wondered why my granddad was up at four o'clock in the morning and went to bed at seven o'clock. I'm starting to figure out it's they're on to it, man. They, they know. You're about to get suckered into those uh, giveaways for dropping a thousand dollars on points at the casinos to grab a T-shirt that says, "You know, I play at stations." Yeah, you're <laughs> gonna see Matt on one of the billboards soon. <laughs> yeah, I won twelve hundred and fifty dollars playing video poker at uh, no, M Resort. I don't do the casinos. <laughs> that's that's not my jam. I know it's coming though. It's coming. No, no. You're getting up there. No, I'd rather go to the library and people watch. <laughs> okay you are getting old <laughs> no just the casinos aren't for me man i i mean i I, I can go to the casinos and people watch that that yeah i absolutely love but yeah no i'm not i like my money i like my money and i like to keep it so uh, jeremy you got a little golf in this weekend you were the only one joe and i uh bummer took the weekend off weekend. yeah so, i played at boulder creek. how was the creek it was very windy and very cold. There was like an hour frost delay. And uh, man, it never really warmed up. It was just... You played Sunday or Saturday? Sunday, uh, right? Sunday. Yeah, Saturday yeah. was really nice though. Mm-hmm. But Sunday was pretty, pretty it, rough. So yeah. for those that aren't aware, we are having a crazy batch of unseasonably cold weather in November. Cyrus is like just furious at me because i lied to him about the weather and <laughs> i told you know it's amazing here uh we were 10 to 15 degrees below average and it hasn't changed for like a week and a half mm-hmm. i mean normally we're upper 60s lower 70s this time of year and we've been in the mid 50s it's been weird it was 37 outside my my uh, patio this morning just crazy cold weather i got invited out to aliante you're starting to feel in your bones, right? Just my knee. Because you're getting old? <laughs> Just my knee, you fucker. <laughs> you guys are going to be like, hey, let's call Matt and see how he's feeling <laughs> before we go play. <laughs> see, there's advantages to having old people in your clique, right? Get those, That's true. Get you those you know what's coming up weather-wise. I, I know what's coming up weather-wise. You're going to be like, Matt, it, I'm going to North Carolina. Can you 
can you give me a reading in North Carolina? <laughs> <laughs> can you reach out to some of the seniors? And <laughs> yeah, uh, it's coming. Yeah, it's coming. But anyways, anyways. So uh, yeah, I got invited out to Aliante, um, but we got some family coming, and the uh, the casita needed some work, and so uh, took one for the team and decided to make the wife happy and stay home and 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 work on that. And uh, so I didn't get out on the course. Yeah, Sean invited me as well. Uh, Katie's out of town, so no golf this weekend. Theo was sick last week. I was sick last week. I'm glad that's over with. Um, <clears throat> but what's uh, going on this weekend? Because I saw that Sunrise Vista is doing a turkey shotgun. Hmm. I mean, it's a. I have you too. played it, Matt? Sunrise, yeah, the Nels yeah, course. You played it. Yeah, yeah, I played yeah. it back when there was three courses out there. I mean, it's probably shit, but Saturday, I mean, and, we could probably go fucking win some turkeys or something, you know? Uh, you want to check one off, Jeremy? Mm-hmm. Saturday? Are you yeah, down? I'm down. How many, right. what, what is, is it a scramble? Is it a, it's you know, a, it's a, we got a I saw them post today. It's probably a scramble. Probably. I think, I think actually every player gets like a turkey or something. A turkey? Yeah, I think so. I think. What, what, what time say? is it at? What time is it at? I got it's at eight a.m. Oh yeah, no, I can't do that. I'm sorry. Sunrise Vista Turkey Turkey Shoot, uh, November nineteenth, eight a.m. Forty five for non-members of military. Free turkey for the participants. It doesn't right. say anything about like winner or any any prizes. Or I wonder if like it's that. some of those those Cornish hen sized turkeys you're seeing at the grocery stores right now because that's all there is. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's like two chicken tenderloins. Two, two chicken tenderloins. <laughs> no, no, no. We said free turkey sandwich. Turkey Sorry. tenderloins. Yeah, yeah. Here's your coupon for hey. a glo- a gobbler at the uh, farm basket. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We could probably get Bob out there with us if they had tofurkey. They, who, yeah, I doubt it, but yeah. I mean, I've never played it, so you know, I've I've always wanted to play it. I mean, it's a course that we need to check off at some point. I figured maybe. Hey, go go! If someone's do interested, it. I got I got family. I mean, it is it is desolate. It looks, it's, <laughs> it's nothing. Yeah, it's 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 weird. a golf course that is nothing. It's it was an afterthought for sure. Um, I mean, it's a good it, bonus it, for the so people great, that live and Jeremy, work in Dallas played... Air Force Base, though. Jeremy, you've played Hill Air Force Base, right? Yeah, that place is sick. Right? And I mean, yeah. there's there's a bunch of Navy courses that are are really good. Um, I mean, some of the courses, they do really well, but it's just, I don't think anybody really cares because one, there's so much good golf in Vegas. You really don't need to have one on the base. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And, I, I mean, it's nothing you really think about ever either. It's like, I don't even think there's a golf course out there, but the, people tell me there is like, you know. Got to go do it. Yeah. Gotta go do it. All right. I'll hit you up tomorrow, Jeremy. Maybe yeah. we'll figure it out. Maybe Bob and Dan can join or something. So yeah. uh, earlier today, I posted on my Instagram on uh, the breakfast ball uh, update to my uh, 2022 goals. And oops, that's not the right account. Hang on a second. And uh, so I want to go over that with you guys and see what you thought, see if you agree with this or not. Um, so more articles on the blog. I reached out to some people. We got some more uh, contributors. We got some more articles written. So that I gave a green check mark. Uh, increased the VGM membership. We went from forty to a hundred. So uh, yeah, that was a green check mark. 
uh, find and stay with the ball. I thought I was there. I really thought I was nope. there. I nope. I thought the well, the beginning of the year I tried the Srixons. And I, I bought five dozen and stayed with that ball for a while. <laughs> and um, then after Greenlee was like, dude, quit playing that golf ball. That is not a golf ball for you. Uh, so I switched to the triad and I really like the triad and I want to stay with the triad. Had plans to stay with the triad, been gaming it for the past couple weeks or past couple rounds at least. And then I hit that Pro V during that practice round and then I played with it at in the finals, it it's gonna be and tough to won. take it out of the bag. And I won. I won. Yeah. So um hopefully I can say in twenty twenty three I I stick with that title as the whole year. I mean it's it's did you see uh what is it, Golf Felicity? You guys follow Golf Felicity or know who they are? I've seen them on YouTube. So they I, I saw something pop up at some point. Um some USAM tournament or something like that out of 257 players or something like that. They went through all the balls that the amateurs were using. Yeah. Did you see this or no? Yeah, I think mm-hmm. so. So they were like, how many like played 90% tricks on? were titleless, right? Yeah. It was like, how many played tricks on out of 257? It was like two. How many played Taylor made 14? How many played titleist? The 210. Rest. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Something ridiculous, you know. Callaway only had like eight players or something like that. Um, the thing is, is me and Trey when we were playing because we we gave the Max Flies a try at Coyote a couple weeks ago. Julian really liked it. He he felt like it was it was good for him. I granted they had the Tour X Max Fly. I had the Tours because the Tour only offers the yellow, but um, I felt like it was after like seven holes. I put the Titleist Pro V back in play. And Trey said, like, you know what you're getting out of a Titleist. Like, y- you know exactly what There's you're no getting. There's no surprises. Get. You're not getting There's, any surprises. Yeah. With the Max Fly, like, the cover would be damaged if I hit it out of bounds. Um, and a, a Pro V1, I could play an entire round, even, even hitting it out of bounds. You know exactly what you're getting. And it's, it's really tough to leave Titleist when they, they really are the best ball out there i think it's the, personally it's the premier golf ball and they know it and everybody else knows it yeah i mean and like a like a chrome soft does work for certain situations a tp5 works for certain situations and uh tp5s have issues with the cover i think personally oh my but god their covers are they're trash they're uh, i i do like other golf balls but i think titleist is the best performing all-around golf ball cover wise it is it is resilient um and i i just can't i can't it's hard it's hard because yeah. i love shricks on golf balls too but well, that the I mean, triad ball what i love about the triad ball it is it it is incredibly durable i mean i can play that ball if i were to not lose one i could play that for three rounds straight and it would not look like it's been played it the cover yeah. they have got the cover down but it just lacks a little bit in the distance that with the new stealth, what I'm seeing, the Pro V is just jumping thing, off that face. The thing about the Pro Vs is they just they work really good in the wind, which we have a lot of wind out here in Vegas, and they they cut through it really well. I do want to give Bridgestone another shot at some point, but I mean, it's just you know, like they said, like 
Titleist has perfected the the golf ball. Bridgestone is a rubber company, so they know what they're doing. Same with Shrixon, but it's it's just not quite there yet. Right, I agree. All right, uh, finish the Vegas courses list. Um, and this this doesn't just fall on me; that falls on you guys too, because um, we all have kind of sucked at that. <laughs> we, and you know what? It's it's tough though because you get a chance to go play a course that you know and you know the the rate and you know what you're getting and it's it's an easy choice versus do we want to go play a course that we really don't have a desire to play just to check it off the list so um sunrise vista <laughs> yeah right durango <laughs> hills <laughs> um so we we don't have a lot that we need to do um but i would like to maybe once a month all of us commit to let's go finish this list and get it done. yeah but it's i mean it's hard currently but, because there's oh, absolutely there's some tough ones to check off currently well i mean i'm not worried about shadow and and stuff like that i'm, I'm talking about the ones that are no-brainers that we can go yeah well out. that's on you because i think you have the most to check off for no. like no-brainers well, yeah, be, yeah. Well, you guys got the most to check off for exclusive elite courses, so yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So it's not as easily accessible as yours yeah. are. Step it up. All right. Next on my list yeah, was step it up. Uh, increase my driver speed by five percent, and I am. I gave that a red check mark or a red X because because of the shaft debacle gate, I really was focusing on trying to find the right shaft for me. So now that I have it. And I and I have no intention of of straying from this current setup. Um, I'm going to be working on that next season. So, uh, is 2023 goals not to switch your shaft? 500 times, yes, 100. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, improve on my green regulation percentage, which I I have done. Uh, I was at 26.3 last year, which I know is terrible, um, but I'm up to 31 and a half, 31.6, um, and then. Over the last couple rounds with the new driver, I'm at 55%. So uh, being in the fairway, being further down the fairway, and um, along, Jeremy has, and I have both been talking about this, a little bit more focused dedication on every shot has really improved that statistic. Um, get under 190 pounds by the Solstice, that, that was a fail. Just flat out fail. Dude, you were looking lean and muscular at the Solstice. It was, it was good to see <laughs> <laughs> no 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 that's after all that meatloaf definitely not. oh no no so uh yeah uh that that's can something's got to change with that <laughs> my 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 weight is not, not honestly right if now. you were 190 or under you would be looking like a twig i, I feel right i i just yeah. i have so much in my my gut and I was watching that because I, I made that video of the hole-in-one where I put together the three clips from you, Bob, and Dan. Mm -hmm. And I was like, God, I'm a fat fuck. Jesus Christ. <laughs> you know, that is just, uh And Plumber sent me a message today, and he's like, hey, let's, let's, let's do this. Let's get a plan going. Let's get a plan going. <laughs> hey, Come on. We need a checklist. Uh, Shout out Matt Plumber. Yeah. Check the out coach. his podcast. Coach. He knows his stuff. And then I got some shit for this one because I said tinker less, commit more, and I gave that a green check mark. And and Cyrus called me out on that. Yeah. And so I told him I said, look, the irons didn't change, the wedges didn't change. Uh, I I was trying to figure something out with my putter, but once I've gone left hand low, I've stuck with that. Um, 
have kind of just been feeling out two different putters, the the wide body Olsen or the wide body Odyssey and the Olsen. Um and the Scotty. Yeah, I mean that that yeah, three, I guess you could say that I was going to. <laughs> Um, but I really would, I wouldn't call that tinkering. I was just trying to get, trying to find which one felt best for me. Um, so what I've, would you, what would you, what, what would the definition of tinkering be? I'm trying not, to find the right one. I, I would, <laughs> I wouldn't call that tinkering. I would call that trying to find the right one. Yes. That's what you just said. Uh, yes. It's, I'm not, but I'm not tinkering. I'm not like taking one putter and putting a different shaft in it or putting a different grip in it or changing the weight on it. I'm just, I'm like, okay, let, I want to go game this for a couple and see how it goes. Okay. I want to game this one for a couple and see how it goes. I don't really call that tinkering. It's more of testing. I think tinkering is when you have one thing and you're consistently changing, like the driver. I was tinkering with the driver because I was fucking with shafts. I was fucking with weights. I was fucking with, you know, uh, stiffness, all that stuff. But the putters. So how would you how would you describe trying to find the right one, if you were trying to break that one down? For for the putter. Yeah. Well, if you're trying to find something. But I'm not I'm not tinkering with my putting. You know I I've I've got my stroke I've got, you know ball position all that stuff is fine. It's just I'm I'm trying to find the one that feels best okay. for me okay. that's fine i don't i don't think that ever deserves a green check mark for you though <laughs> i'm just gonna say that you but are have... the forever tinkerer there's Tinker nothing Bell. wrong there's nothing wrong with that there's nothing wrong no with that. no no and i don't think i don't think tinkering is a bad thing when you have an objective in mind i think to tinker just to tinker like if i worked at a golf shop that would be bad because I would hit everything okay, that comes see, in. I can see I, that, though. They, yeah, you're... I can see that. I mean, I would be consistent every single day, a new setup with something just to find, you know, euphoria. I can see um, that. So, okay, so maybe a, <laughs> maybe an orange check mark for that. Yeah, maybe an orange, like, dash. I don't think it's quite check. So check did, did you guys have any goals for 22? Do you do that? Do you set goals for your, your golf game? Game no. Courses no, I, maybe. You're you're in this weird state of mind. Um, you've changed so much. I mean, it's not for the bad, but you're just like this golf trip, hmm. bougie bourbon curly mustache. I would say hipster I'm a, golfer now. I would say like pretty I'm soon you're soul, gonna go. Mad. I'm a soul I, golfer. I'm just, like, I'm just too cool for you guys. Sorry. I'm a soul golfer. A soul like, I, want, I want moments to like make me feel like I appreciate life, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. I, I, and I can totally respect that. Like, I don't, I mean, obviously you posted all those um, things today in the Vegas golf network uh, newsletter, like most bogeys. And I was up there and I was like, damn, that kind of, that's kind of whack, but whatever. I had fun, you know? Yeah. But you know, and, and it's, it's easy to look at like the most bogeys as a negative a negative thing, but it, it means you're not getting doubles. It means I got, I hit the leaderboard. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, totally. I achieved something. Yeah. And that's one way to look at it. I mean, you could look at it as bad or good or, um, 
but that also means that I played the most golf out of a lot of people. You were out there. I was out there. Got to tee it up. Like I always say, like, I just want to play golf. Like, I just want to be out there. I just want to play. Like this past weekend, like, you know, we said that I didn't play. And I think think in the four, four and a half years I've been playing, I think I've missed maybe nine weekends. Maybe. Wow. That's a pretty good run. Mm -hmm. You know? Um, well, this is the most golf I've played in my life. I, I've recorded 58 rounds this year. That doesn't include the scramble events that we played because you can't record those. Mm-hmm. Um, and any other, you know, outing that I didn't post a score to for whatever reason. But, you know, I'm 60 plus out on the course, which that's more than once a week. Let me look. I mean, and a lot of, I didn't post a lot of scores because. I fucked up and played like shit, so I didn't... <laughs> See, that, that, that's where you've changed. Because you used to post your score no matter what. Yeah. And, and now I know we've been playing like at the VGN final. I looked at the leaderboard and I'm like, Joe hasn't posted a score since the first hole. He's having a bad day. <laughs> it just, yeah, just, I mean, you know, totally. Like, I mean, like, I know I didn't break par on the fucking hard course or anything super difficult or anything, but like, score is somewhat irrelevant to me anymore and that's i think when i shot two under for the first time and broke par it's like everything's out the window like i can shoot a hundred or i can or i'm shooting under par like that's all that matters like if i'm not shooting under par it doesn't matter to me anymore that's a lot to put on yourself though yeah, but but it but it doesn't weigh on me. Like I'm yeah, not that's like that's true. I mean, you you have a different personality where you can do that. Yeah, I'm not like oh, if I don't break par, I'm fucking you know drowning my sorrows in a bottle of Jameson. <laughs> it's 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 if I'm not on track to where I want to be, then whatever. Let's just have fun. Jeremy, what about you? I know you're a more I want to play better oriented golfer. Did you have any goals set for 2022? Um, not really. Oh, but well, I think that was I'm gonna, a nice segment. No, <laughs> I think I'm going to for 2023 though because I like the list that you made. Um, I'm, I'll admit it. I've never been really like a goal oriented person. Maybe that's too much to say to admit, but there's nothing wrong with it. Yeah, but I think it's a good idea. I mean, even if it's like one or two things that you can improve. Like I was just looking at my rounds played and my average score and my low score from 2021 versus 2022 and my average score went up so 2021 i was my average score was 74 and my this year was 74.9 and i played half the number of rounds this year than i did last year are you serious yeah you've played that least golf yeah i think i played 50 almost 60 rounds 2021 and only 30 this year, which wow. there may be some that I haven't posted, but yeah. I, I feel like I haven't played, played as much. I, there's been a few times I've taken a weekend or two weekends off. Yeah. This and it may have like been because a... I haven't been playing well and it's just into other things at that time and stuff like that. But I do life like a yearly recap show, but it is, I mean, it is... back in 2021, like I swear I was out with Jeremy every single week. Mm hmm. Like every Saturday or Sunday, me and Jeremy were playing. Yeah. 
this that year, has like been the case for twenty two. Yeah, twenty two for sure. I, I think Matt I've only done? played like seven courses. Tinkering. <laughs> yeah, you were tinkering. I'm waiting for my fucking uh, play, glue guys. to dry. Get, got a new shaft coming in. Waiting for the UPS guy. <laughs> Let me know how it goes. <laughs> this quick set isn't quick enough. <laughs> Going to the two hour quick set. This six hour stuff is for the birds. <laughs> yeah. If I were to say I have my goals would be to play in the amateur events. Yes. Force VGN. But definitely like mid am qualifiers and the state am and stuff like that is my goal to. I would love for well. you to play in the mid am. Yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. I think it's just it's your jam. I think that would be you would jive with that so much. Mm-hmm. I missed yeah. it. I mean, I played it my first year here and sort of some in twenty twenty one, but nothing for like at least a year in SNGA. So I'm gonna get back into that next year. Probably a few, not a lot, but yeah. I, I mean, I think I think you can definitely do it. I would love to grind it out with you, but um, Joe doesn't care about his score, so I don't. But <laughs> I, I I care about I care about good golf, and I want to see good golf. So, um, and that's probably like twenty twenty three for me is like, you know, just don't lose it. You know, even though I even though I love hitting the shots and I love playing the game no matter if I'm 100 over or two under like just stay in it. That's probably, that's probably what I should do. No broken clubs. No. Yeah. I still, to this day, no broken clubs and you'll never see a broken club by me. I haven't broken a club either. I, that's, that's just something I, I've never, I've never thrown a club. Oh, I've thrown a club. I've never thrown a club. I've thrown a club. Mm-hmm. There's, there's, there's a certain amount. I see, and that's why it doesn't bother me, people that do break clubs. Because I understand. I, I know it, throwing a club, it releases some energy that needs to get the fuck out. I get it, it but I don't understand it at all. Oh, I, I, anytime I, someone's, I see someone snap a club or break a club or throw a club, I'm like, I, yeah, I feel you, bro. I feel you. There's so, but that, if, yeah. but for those that don't have like a a garage like uh, Doctor Jenkel, Mister Hyde, like person that <laughs> builds clubs with spinning furls like in their garage, long. you know that you can drop them off. To. But I get you know, it, though. I mean, some... I get it. I get it. But if you're trying to play next week, like it's probably not a good idea. It does suck. Yeah, yeah. It, I'm still it, out a three wood, and, and you still have some regrets later. But yeah, it, tell you that when. I mean, you those, take that those, inanimate those object regrets, and you toss those regrets it. Way outweigh, outweigh completely. Mm, I don't know about that. Outweigh. I. I mean, you should probably fucking rather throw like a huge boulder because they're, we're in the desert. Probably throw a boulder into the fucking ladies' tees green or something. <laughs> I'd rather do that than break my club. Do you? Hey, Rob mentioned this the other day. Do you think the golf courses out here need to have a desert area you can practice out of? yeah (laughs) definitely (laughs) he said that to me i thought that was hilarious i'm like dude you you live so close to the desert just go out and hit some balls in it you imagine just dropping a bucket of balls at revere on that side hill yeah just hitting balls out of the dirt what are you doing i'm practicing bro no we need a guy out there with the fucking red spray paint just you know (laughs) letting us know where it ends where's where's the game end out here 
Dude, that that video of the person at the range with the, someone holding the tree branches behind him, you know, to, oh, to yeah. simulate encore stuff. That that is hilarious. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Are you are you ready to talk about Dick Pickgate? Uh, sure. <laughs> it's in the news, so we got to talk about it. Uh, Pat Perez and Phil Mickelson. Um, apparently, there's a beef between them, and uh, Adam was saying he went down a, a, a Twitter wormhole. And um, apparently it's because Phil sent Pat's wife a dick pic. Um, you know when? Oh, God, who knows? I read an article about I haven't paid attention to any of it, but I did read a little article. I think it was Alan Shipnuck. Is that his name? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, his article about it and with Pat Perez quotes and all that stuff. He didn't really say anything, but I was just curious if that was a new thing or if that happened years ago and he's still... Well, this this is my opinion. The live is over. Nobody's talking about it. It's until it pops back up again next year with their new schedule. Nobody's going to be talking about it. So this is just another way to keep a couple players' names in the headlines. I would agree. Um, Why bring this up now? Why would you not bring that up the very first time you teed it up and live? Yeah, I I don't believe it at all. I mean, the only thing that somewhat makes me believe it is is that uh, Phil and his wife are swingers, supposedly. But um, also, you can look at the the live post from. I did not know this. Oh, you didn't know that? Okay. <laughs> Someone needs to read more books. Uh, um, apparently, there's not enough behind me. The there. so. I don't believe it, but Liv posted either today or yesterday. Uh, we're almost sold out of our tickets for April of 2023. We released more. Go get them. Did you not see this? No, I un- for Adelaide. I, I muted and blocked all the Liv propaganda. I just I could not handle it. it was yeah, all, I don't. And- it was all my Twitter feed, and thank God it hasn't overrun me on Instagram because that's just more blocking and muting yeah and that leads me to like not not really believe them because there is there is no way like look at this post that says live golf adelaide april 21st through the 23rd high demand additional tickets released oh lord with cam smith just the australian golf god <laughs> like there's no way hey, there's no way don't you're take om- that credit away from norman there's no way they're almost sold out of April tickets. No chance. And then, you know, two days before, it's Bill sends dick pic to, to Pat Perez's wife. And yep. Bill and Pat Perez would be the two dudes that are in live that would agree to doing this. You know what oh, I'm saying? Oh, hell yes, mm-hmm. they would. 100%. Like, I don't believe it at all until we see it's, it's the a, receipts. It's a... Really, it's it's the Saturday. Night, I don't want to see him, but it's the it. Saturday Night Live skit before they all come out on stage and say goodnight. Yeah, the one nobody gives a shit about, the one that nobody cares about. It's it's a bad bad skit. Yeah, I don't believe it. It's uh it's staged. I believe. All right. Well, we got we got some other stuff to talk about. Um, I want to um ask everybody to. Well, you know, we'll get this when we get back. We're going to take a break. Uh, when we come back, um, earlier today, I reached out on Instagram. I, I was looking for a COVID golfer. 
and and let me put a little disclaimer out here. This is not a negative term. It's a term that I'm using and a bunch of other people have, have used to describe a golfer that came to the game because of the pandemic. Because Similar to pickleballfer. Pickleballfer. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Somebody who has recently picked up the game because of the pandemic and they've stuck with it. You know, the, for the most part, the pandemic is over. Um, people have gone back to work, the, everything's open, and people can get back to their normal lives. But they've stayed with the game. So I reached out. It's over. I can't officially say that because then somebody's going to fucking go, the Chasey Mary podcast is saying the pandemic's over. 10,000 That's good. That's good. Hey, hey, that's good. You it's good, good press. Yeah. yeah, good press. You're here first. Oh, wait, more breaking news. <laughs> Just don't play any Kanye music, because then we might be canceled. <laughs> okay, deal. Deal. Uh, so uh, I had somebody reach out. Chris Torres said, hey, check out my bro. Send him a message. So well, I, that's I, Chris's brother? Yes, yes. Oh, cool. Okay, um, I didn't know that. I would have so, loved to know that before I listened to it. Uh, Christian, I, I reached out to him today. We chatted, recorded a little segment. So when we come back from the break, I'm going to start with that. And then we can talk about that afterwards and then get into some of the other things before we wrap it up. So we will be right back. Hey, I'm Bob West, your Vegas golfing real estate agent. Over the course of a four hour round, I can help you with some tips to lower your scores. I can also help you with your goals when it comes to buying or selling a home anywhere in Las Vegas or Henderson. Reach out to me on Instagram at the Bob West or just send me a text at 605 881 Five four eight one. Give me a call. Let's play around. Hey, thanks everybody for checking out this little segment of the podcast. Uh, we love getting different perspectives from golfers. We always try to have uh, people on the show that are uh, involved with brands or you know play professionally. But uh, I was thinking the other day it might be fun to get somebody on, uh, kind of like uh, the golf homie that we had on recently. That is new to the game. Uh, so I put a feeler out there on Instagram, got some feedback, and on the phone with us, I have Christian. How you doing, man? What's going on, man? How you doing? Good, man. Uh, you're relatively new to the game. Uh, the The term COVID golfer kind of has a negative condensation to it, but um, it's a term that I like to use to just kind of describe somebody that picked up the game during the pandemic. Would you say that's that's you? Oh yeah, hundred percent. I have no problem with that term. Okay, okay, good. Um, yeah. <laughs> we, you know, we get to. We're a little pretentious when it comes to the game. You know, we've been playing a long time, and we kind of mm -hmm. can be a little snobby when it comes to new newcomers to the game. Um, but me personally, I love anybody that wants to take up the game. Uh, uh -huh. So uh, this opportunity to talk to somebody that's new to the game, I'm looking forward to it. So yeah, for so, sure. Uh, let us know what was it that made you want to start playing golf. So my brother has been golfing for, you know, more than 10 years. Um, and he's been trying to get me to golf for that 10 year period. And we've always, I mean, I've, I don't, I've always said, you know what? I'm not there yet. You know, it's an old man game. He's like, dude, you're tripping, man. Just try it. I'm like, nah, dude, it's not me. And that was in California. I moved back to Vegas about a year and a half in April will be two years. So we're finally in a state together. Um, and we haven't lived in a state together for a while so close so you know when i moved to cali i was staying with him for a little bit and um yeah he took me to play 18 
I gave out after the 15th hole, but it was when uh, he got me some irons for my birthday. And then I started, I wasn't working and it was COVID. I was in Vegas and I, I had golf clubs, so I was just going to the range. And it just took that one out of the thousand, you know, cold shots and, and, and bad shots that I took, that one that I hit pure, the sound, the feeling, how far it went. I mean, from that, from that point on, I was hooked and I just wanted to, all I want to do is play. <laughs> so how, how are you absorbing your golf content? Is it, is it magazines? Is it YouTube? Is it golf channel? It's most, mostly, uh, so YouTube and like, you know, TikTok. I hate to say I'm a 35 year old that has a TikTok. Hey, I'm but, a fi- almost uh, a 50 year old with a TikTok. So it's all right. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't post content, but all I watch on TikTok for the most part is golf. Like my algorithm is all, all golfers. And, you know, on YouTube, I'll watch good, good. And like busted Jack, those guys, um, but yeah, Instagram, TikTok, or YouTube. So what? Uh, what is it about those accounts that that has you following them? Um, I don't. It's more like the for me, it's they're more uh, they're likable guys, like good good guys. I just got into them. They have a huge following. Huge. But I mean, those guys, those guys are sick, man. Those guys. I think uh, Garrett and I think his name is Brett, um, or something like that. Garrett and something else. I forget his name, but those guys are really good. Um, but I do like Bob does sports. Those guys are like more older, you know, casual golfers who I you know, relate to more beer bellies and <laughs> over 30. You know, I like those guys. Those guys are funny because, you know, they, I don't want to say they suck, but they're like us. They're normal people. So they have their bad days, but yeah, it's just the, the likable personalities. And, um, and then just the guys that are really good, you know, that's like, you know, the good, good, those guys are unreal. So much talent. So much talent, and their their content creation is just—it's so good. Oh yeah, yeah. They they have good clickbait, you know. And every yeah. time I, I just watch a whole episode. So, so what uh what what are you doing as far as playing, or, or do you consider yourself more of a, a guy who uh, a range rat who practices? Um... I I I was a range rat when I wasn't working. I started working out here, and um, I've been really busy. So my weekends are kind of with the kids. I got two little ones. Um, I threw away my. I, so I was a big gamer, but my wife was going crazy. So I sold my Xbox, and then that's what I bought all my golf stuff with that Xbox money. Nice. But that's what I was doing a lot. I was going to the range a lot. I kind of calmed down on that, and uh, I told my brother I really want to start just playing 18. I want to, you know, I go to the range, I'll hit mats, and, and it's not the best, you know, because I'm learning. And he's, my brother's always like, dude, you got to hit on grass. You need to stop doing that because, you know, you, you think you're the, you know, top gun at, at – uh, at a range, but as soon as you get on grass and play 18, it's a totally different ball game. And, yeah, you know, it gives you a false I, sense of accomplishment. <laughs> exactly, yeah. So, I mean, right now, I've just been really trying to get guys to, to play with me whenever I can, whenever I get a chance. I love playing. I was chasing the sun a lot um, in the summer because the race was cheap, and, mm-hmm. you know, I don't mind the heat. Um, but, yeah, I'm just trying to play as much as I can right now, whatever I have to free time. Okay, so what is something that has surprised you about golf that you were just oblivious to uh, beforehand? I just, I think it's more that I've learned is you're playing yourself, you know, you're battling yourself. And that's what I love about it. It's such a hard sport, but it's so, for me, it's so really calming. Of course, you get those, those, uh, rage moments which i always have but i don't know it's, it's just different it, golf for me really calms i didn't expect that at all i thought it was you know the opposite 
like the effect that video games has on me, but it's the opposite. And then the other, the camaraderie, man, like I go to the, when I first start going to clubhouses, I see all these dojis, man, and they're still hanging out. They're like, you know, in their 60s, 70s, they have their core group of friends and they're playing and they're out the, you know, clubhouse and having, you know, lunch or whatnot, shooting shit. And it's like, dude, those are goals right there. It's like, man, those old guys are cool, you know, just because I never knew what, how awesome golf was. And now that I'm in it, it's like, I'm, that's what it is, you know, it's just the, the bond and you know, the, the relationships that you build with people, you know what I mean? Oh, it's unbelievable. All, every, all my closest friends right now, they all have come from golf. All yeah it's 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 wild it's so, awesome have you seen anything that like has bothered you that like uh well wasn't expecting this uh i mean my brother's a really old like he's been playing forever and he's taught me a lot um when it comes to etiquette and uh i'm big on the only thing <laughs> is uh you know when you go to public courses for me uh is just a lot of golf etiquette i feel like a lot of people especially like, you know, uh, COVID golfers, as you say, <laughs> they don't know that. And it's like, I don't like that. I'm with the, you know, the old school way, show respect, respect the game, come dress, you know, wear a collar, um, give people space. You know, the thing I don't like is, you know, what I ran into, you know, being on a tee box and it's a really busy day and guys just pull up and park right behind you and get off and like, dude, I'm, trying to swing right now you know they're talking in my backswing it's like i just got into the game but that's something that my brother did implement in me he's like dude respect the game hear the rules and you know there's there's levels to it you know what i mean that's awesome that you've had somebody to do that yeah (laughs) you know we we like to uh judge people and 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 be quick to call them out for their their failures but not too many people are willing to step up and go hey let me help educate you yeah Um, and it's it's tough it's it's a it you know Grown men, can, it, it's tough sometimes to approach a grown man and say, hey, don't do that. You know, exactly. It, it's it's yeah. difficult. So that's good that you had somebody in your life to do that. Yeah. Okay, so uh, Vegas golf. How how many courses have you played in town so far? So, like, I have, I've only played in Vegas. That's when I really get so let's see. I did Chimera, Valley Mountain, Wild Horse, uh, Revere, Rose Ranch. Las Vegas Municipal, Angel Park, uh, Sunrise Mountain, Sunrise. That's Club of Sunrise. Called. Club at Sunrise. That's nine. Uh, oh, uh, Desert Pines. Ten. Do you uh, have I, Do you have a favorite so far? Uh, I really like. I just played um, Dowling Mountain two weeks ago, and I really enjoyed that one. It was like a little hidden gem. I grew up on the east side, mm-hmm. and I Me didn't too. know all these golf <laughs> courses were. Yeah, I lived on Nelson Charleston. And well, I was I Nelson D.I. Golf. Okay, right on. Okay, so right down the street. Yep. Yeah, I didn't know. I knew the golf course around, but I wasn't into it. But now that I love golf, I was like, dude, Vegas has so many golf courses. And, yeah, Dowling Mountain was a, was a little hidden gem. I really liked that one. But so far, I would say uh, – Probably uh, Rose Ranch. I really enjoy Rose Ranch. Yeah. So have you, since you've been playing, have you mm-hmm. seen the increases in prices? Oh, yeah. Uh, that's another thing. It's like, you know, I got to ask Mama if I can play. And, <laughs> and when I do, she's like, yeah. 
what's it going to be? I'm like, it's normal prices. But now, like, I want to say after, like, August, like, I don't know if it's because of the water shortage, but dude, it's we played. Prime season. We played, yeah, we played uh, Las Vegas. Dude, we paid $65 person. I'm like, dude, that's insane. I'm like, I know I'm new to the game, but fuck, that's the language. I'm <laughs> no, like, that's, that's a lot. Um, and they had, like, a five, like a group of five ahead of us. I'm like, dude, this Muni is 65 bucks. No way. But, yeah, rates are crazy right now. Has that has that deterred you at all, or are you trying to find a different avenue to get in some golf? Um, I mean, not really. If it's reasonable, um, I'll play. If I have, if I get, look, man, if I get the green light for my wife, I'll play. I'll pay anything. <laughs> I mean, that's all it is. Just trying to keep the the ball and chain happy, and not you know, because when I go play, it's always a, a issue. I get home and I don't want to knock out, but I've I've learned to get a coffee on the way home and, and get ready to take on the kids. But yeah, like for me, it's like, if I can get a cheap rate in the morning, that's cool. But it's the guys who I'm with, whoever's free at the time. And yeah, like I said, it's, I don't want to pay $80 for a muni. That's for sure. But so how much down the equipment wormhole have you gone down? So I'm not, I don't think I'm that bad. I got, I just started, I haven't got like a rangefinder yet. That's next on my list. I need to get one of those. But I mean, I spent all my Xbox money on all my. My, my brother got me my irons. Got me some tailor-made. I think they're. I can't think right now. There's decent irons. After that, I got a. I went on offer. I've got like a PXG driver. I got a Odyssey putter. I got a PXG three wood. Another thing with that, you know jumping on that is like my wife now that i'm in there she got me got me that three wood for my birthday then she got me a, a 52 tailor-made a, a, a wedge for father's day so it's been it's been cool because i'm an easy guy to get stuff now it's like dude you want to give me a gift give me something golf wise <laughs> right you can never go wrong exactly so how often are you going to the golf store uh Maybe once a weekend. My wife likes to go to Summerlin, downtown Summerlin. Uh -huh. I just go to PJ store whenever we go. I'll just go hang out there and like thing, you know. Okay, so what do you what what's your plan when you go in there? Uh, so I just go browse, try to think of something to say to my wife that I'm gonna buy that I don't need, <laughs> and then uh, I'll probably just put and then try out their sales that they let me on uh, on the simulator. He's like, oh, I want to try this one out. You know? That's pretty much it. Just trying to get some free swing time you know yeah have you yeah. have you gone into uh indoor golf at all yet with places like five iron and oh yeah so i did five iron with rgc mm -hmm. um i did that once and i really did like it um but the rates the rates can be crazy on the weekend yeah. i did go to i did go last week my brother got me a uh a, a three iron the long iron so i changed the grips on that with bob allen i believe bob mm -hmm. allen golf yep off the trop or for the patching trop and i just went to go get my uh <clears throat> my grips changed and then you know he's i saw all the simulators and asked him the price i was like sweet he was doing a deal at 25 bucks an hour so i was like i'll get an hour so i was on the simulator there for hours trying to get my stock yardage on my irons even though i'm sucked but you know <laughs> i try to get something um but yeah that's what i did five iron and bob allen so, so what what part of town are you in i'm off of i'm on the well, Enterprise area, uh, Blue Diamond, uh, Jones. Blue Diamond. Okay, yeah. So you're kind of out in that area. That's good. That's yeah. a good area to be then. Yeah. Yeah, right. I'm actually currently moving 
the Inspirata um, just closed a, on a house. Oh, nice. That's yeah, my, that's that's my that's... neck of the woods. I'm, I'm up in oh. Madeira Canyon. Okay, right on. Yeah, so I'm excited because, you know, uh, Revere is right down the street, so yep. that's gonna be my new uh, my new home. That's Revere. my see. I, I love Revere because they've got it's it's all grass. There's no mats. That's exactly. It's a big all range. Grass. They got a ball machine. They've got two chipping yep. areas, two putting greens. I mean, it's it's that's that's my place. That's my. Oh place. yeah, I I love going there. Um, exactly everything you said. It's so pretty. It's open. It's big. It's grass. And it has the best of the best. Thing. So yeah, that's gonna be. I'm excited because that's gonna be less than ten minutes away now. So it's pretty stoked. Nice. Yeah. yeah. There's another place you need to check out. It's called Robo Golf. Oh yeah, I heard of that spot. Yep. That they've got. Uh, they just opened up a new facility on Maryland Parkway, kind of near the 215. Oh and, okay. And uh, yeah, they've got five simulate one, two, three, five simulators, I think. And uh, it that's a a place to go work on your game. Um, oh, it's, it's funny. My wife worked at. Uh, she works from home now, but she worked at Sunrise Hospital, real quick, and her coworker. That worked there. Her husband is, I guess, the owner of Robo Golf. So she gave me, um, like a one free lesson um, for Robo Golf. I just haven't used it. But Go check it out. Go check yeah. it out. Yeah. All right, man. Well, Christian, I thank you so much for hopping on, man. I this, it was it was quick, and 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 I appreciate you reaching out. Uh, I I love hearing your story so far. I, I think you're somebody that's going to be sticking around with the game for a while. I think. Uh, yeah. You got a you got a great attitude about it, and uh, let's get out and tee it up sometime. Yeah, man, I'm down. Let me know. You know, hit up my brother, and I'm down to play with you guys. You know, give me a shoot me a DM, and I'm all, you know I'm all with. <laughs> Appreciate it, man. Thanks a lot. So all right, much. man. Thank you. All right. All right. Welcome, welcome back. Oh, oh, what is that? Yeah, a little Powered little intro music. Let's go. Rivers. Wow. Didn't know we like had that it. in us. Yeah. You know, I did you you guys probably didn't see it because it was just some random post I saw, but it was um have you guys seen those videos where it's uh like one day after moving to Atlanta and then one week after living in Atlanta, a month after living mm-hmm. in Atlanta. Have you seen those? I've seen oh, them. yes. The the ones from uh California are hilarious. Did you see the Riverside one? Mm. no oh it was great it was like it, the guy was like dressed as like a super nerd and he's like one one day after living out out of riverside like i got beat up by these vatos and it was it was a uh, disgrace or whatever <laughs> and uh one week he's like he's got a beanie on like a dodger <laughs> shirt and he's like one week after living in riverside fool like it's great and then it <laughs> was month, you know it was one oh, month and it was like my girl got hit up by this one fool, and it would just it accelerated. It was Dude, the Temecula one is hilarious. Yeah, it's it, the, some of those are really good. Yeah, That's we cool. need to do like a golfer one. One week into playing golf, yeah, yeah. a month into golf, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I, I hope you guys liked that interview with Christian. Uh, uh, by definition, COVID golfer, but not your typical COVID golfer. I think because he has been bitten mm-hmm. by the golf bug. Uh, that's somebody I want to play golf with, right? Yeah. That that is somebody, and I and I said it, and you know, we get a little, we get a little pretentious, we get a little snobby, you know, we we like our we are we are super, we are snobby, we are snobby golfers, totally. And and I I've got no shame in saying that I, you know, I 
Yeah, but the thing happens. is, is but we it, are all it, snobby golfers, but all of us will play golf with anyone that wants to play golf. Absolutely, in a heartbeat. In an absolute heartbeat. Like, uh, the first time I played with, with Boston, you know, who is new to the game, is... He's now is, on Kandami. What are those things called? Oh, dude, he's hooked on that, right? He's hooked on those things. I don't even want to touch one of those, because as fast <laughs> as he got addicted to it, I'd be like, the, the, the Konami <laughs> podcast. <laughs> um. But I had a blast playing with him. Just absolute blast. I love seeing different people and how they interact with the game. So we hope you enjoyed that. Uh, what was some of your biggest takeaways from that little 15-minute uh, little interview with him? I mean, one thing that's really cool to me is, because I, I didn't know this before we recorded, um, he said his older brother you know, got him into the game and kept trying to push him into it and um, taught him the ways, which... You know, my my dad taught me the ways back when I was a kid. Grant and I picked up the game four and a half, five years ago. Um, <clears throat> he instilled the the ways of the game and the etiquette with me, uh, and I still remembered him to this day when I started playing golf. But to hear after you mentioned it, it was Chris Torres's brother. Like that's super cool to me, and keeping it in the family is awesome. And um, obviously, it's such a great way to interact with your family. Number one, oh, absolutely. you create family as you play. Like, I didn't know either of you guys five years ago and probably never would have crossed paths with you. And it's not just for golf. Exactly. And it's, it's such a, it's such a connection and you can go so far down the rabbit hole. And when you find those people that are down there in the rabbit hole, it's, it's incredible. This is my, one of my biggest takeaways, uh, was a gamer, sold all his gaming shit to go yeah. buy golf clubs. Yeah. Right. I mean, that talk about getting the controllers out of your kids' hands and, and getting them outside. Mm-hmm. Boom. Yeah. Uh, excellent way to do it. And then when, it, when mm-hmm. he talked about that first time he saw that ball flight, that it was just, and the, you know, you make that perfect crisp contact and that ball does exactly what you wanted to do. It's just, you stand there and you watch and you're like, wow. It's, it's so hard for people that don't play the game and, and don't uh, have an understanding about what that feels like yeah Yeah. i mean yeah i I remember yeah that's that's exactly what i was gonna say matt was the that was the part that stuck out the most was just like i mean even now like when i hit a good shot now it's like that's where that addiction comes from right Mm -hmm. i mean i and i i love anytime i i have a video where i of myself where I've, I've hit a good shot. I can watch that a thousand times. Oh yeah. Just cause it's, it's so mesmerizing. Like everything clicked there, you know, your, your turn, your positions, your, every, everything was just right there. And I could just watch it over and over and over. Mm-hmm. It's so mesmerizing. So mm-hmm. that, that was great. So I, I really enjoyed that. I, I want to get a couple more samples of that from some people. So if anybody is out there, that's new to the game, you came across a podcast, you like what we're doing here and you want to contribute, hit, hit us up. Let me know. I, I, I'd love to get you on the phone. I, I want to talk to more people about this. There's, there's a, a, you know, and we're, I don't want to say we're part to blame for it, but we're also guilty for trashing some of the new golfers of the game. You know, we always crap about the 10 million new golfers of the game. Um, well, Christian's one of the new 10 million golfers that gets it. And, happy he's here i i can't wait you know and hopefully we're still doing this in a couple years and i i can't wait to get him back on and and just 
to hear the difference in how he thinks of it because it's going to change. Everybody yeah. changes with their game. Yeah. Nobody has the same mindset at golf from the first time they picked it up to the to where they are now. So I'm looking forward to that. I love when he said, "Yeah, my 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 girl got me a 52 degree for Father's yeah. Day." Like, <laughs> right? You know? Yes. Like, <laughs> you got yourself a keeper. Yeah. <laughs> And especially if you didn't tell her, like, oh, killer. Oh, yeah. Now my wife wouldn't dare buy me a golf club because she has no idea what I want. <laughs> right. That's and I yeah, don't get too snobby. <laughs> don't get too snobby. This is hey, not a wedge works title. I saw. I saw a commercial. <laughs> what are you doing? Wait, you fell asleep on the couch watching Golf Channel, and I saw an infomercial for the hammer, so I ordered <laughs> you one. <laughs> <laughs> Boom! That's all he kept saying, honey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, all right so um this is what i want uh, a little bit i'm hoping that some people reach out to us on this as well uh it's the season for smoke and deals uh you guys have talked about the uh, miras every year at christmas they always do a crazy yeah. deal uh true links right now is doing an amazing yeah, sale you already got some yeah got some yep i think we're gonna order some tomorrow uh, they're, they're doing the pre black Friday, everybody it's, it's used to be black Friday and now it's the deal before black Friday. Yeah. Um, and it's, Walmart it, on Mondays. Oh now. my goodness. Gotta it, be it, different, right? Walmart. Hey, it's, everybody's it's trying fucking, to take advantage. Sam Walton's turning in his grave. What the fuck? <laughs> There's only so much shopping you can do on black Friday. So now people have other options. They're like, Hey, go handle your black Friday shit on black Friday, but come see us today. It's gray Wednesday. Get it before. <laughs> It's purple Thursday. <laughs> uh, so I, anybody out there that knows any brands or anything that are doing some just incredible deals that maybe they're a smaller company and don't have a major outreach or even a freaking superstar company that's got a bazillion followers and there's a banging deal going out there, send us a message. Let us know next week on the podcast, our special Thanksgiving week episode. Um, I want to... Put as many of those deals that are out there, you know, I'll, I'll just pummel the show notes with links so everybody can go do it. But I want to get as many as we can to let everybody know out there what deals that you can take advantage of. Yeah. And there's one I have to, I have, thanks to Andy for those hats for our tour championship. Oh yeah. 100%. I've, I've got to say, Travis Matthew is killing it lately. They just released a ton of new t-shirts, which I love their t-shirts. Yeah. But their cloud line is insane. You need to, if you don't have a cloud hoodie or any of their new cloud shirts, they always have 20% off on their site. Go order one. The best hoodie ever. And if you're in Vegas and you want to check it out before you buy it online, go to the fashion show. Go check yeah, out the, yeah. ta- the There's a store, store there. Because it's, yep. it's a pretty sick store. And they have a ping pong mm-hmm. table in there. A they badass do. ping pong table. Yeah, if you're, if, if you're like from pickleball to golf, like <laughs> you can go practice on a mini, a mini pickleball court and then transfer to golf real quick. And but those we, I went to because I because I was trying to find some new pants because I've gained a little weight recently. Um, <laughs> and I've been down with Lululemon since last year. Uh, so I was going to Lululemon at. Uh, What's so funny, man? I don't know. No, I don't know. The, the, way you, shit. the way you said that was so funny. Yeah. It gains so a thousand pounds. It's, I, it's, I, it's, it's I'm getting a little pudgy lately. The, the winter yeah, it's insulation. So I was searching for a 35, not a 34, which is really difficult to find a 35. <laughs> it's really difficult. 
Yeah. Um, but um, Travis Matthew makes some great, like, stretchy denim jeans, like jean, like dry wick pants. They're mm-hmm. sick. Like, go grab those joints because I did. I, I don't think there's amazing. one thing that they make that's not really good. It's it, Travis Matthew is insane quality. I mean, the like, the Quater socks. I told I told Beds the last time. I'm like, dude, I need to order socks. Just I just want socks. The mm-hmm. socks are fucking awesome. So and <laughs> so the last box I got from him was just socks. <laughs> everything everything I've ever <laughs> bought or gotten from Travis Matthew is still in my closet. Like it's it, doesn't I can't age. get rid of any of it. Like it's it doesn't. Dude, that Fourth of July polo yeah. I got like five years ago. I still rock that thing because it's amazing. Yeah, there it's just it's supreme quality. Like shout out to Travis Matthew, they're doing it right. West Coast, San Diego, Palm I Trees. Really, and, really want to work yeah. with Quater and Travis Matthews for the VGN. Really, really bad. <laughs> I mean, really bad. Yeah, they make great shit. I mean, you can't go wrong with anything Travis Matthew. Bed says he's working on Shout out Beds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Little little uh, uh teaser here. He says that uh, he's hoping in twenty twenty three he can outfit head to toe the major winners. Did I text him the most random questions about how shirts fit and stuff like that? And he's <laughs> like Yeah, shout out Beds. He's awesome, man. He's yeah, awesome. man. I mean he's he knows his shit. He every every time you see Travis Matthew in a pro shop in Vegas, it's touched it's by Beds. Got his hands on it. He's the man. Okay. Do you want to talk a little pro golf? Sure. All right. So uh, our local boys didn't have a great week in Houston. True. Um, Dana did okay at, at the Pelican, which did you watch any of that course that Nelly won at? Mm-mm. Dude, it looks like Augusta. Unbelievable. Just impeccable golf course. That was fun to watch. So Nelly got a win. That was nice for her. Um, Finau, another win. Um, I, I mean, ever since he ditched the Pareti putter, he's just been a gamer. So um, should have saw that I'm, one coming. I'm yeah, you should have because I've been saying it. Hey, tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. You picked Finau? No. Oh. That he. Oh, I thought you were saying you should have seen it coming. That. Yeah. I was gonna say about his spreading. No, no. <laughs> No, no, no. About the win, you should have seen the win coming. Yeah, three What's out that? of the last seven. His last seven starts, he's won three tournaments. Yeah, yeah. and that that was with the four twenty five. That wasn't with mm-hmm. the new four thirty. Mm-hmm. Um, which when I turned it on the other day and he was in the lead by forty strokes or whatever it was, I I said, oh, he's gonna write tee off. Let me listen. Ping, and I'm like, oh, yep, that's the four twenty five. Didn't even have to wait for yeah. the the jonathan wall what's in the bag to come out because i knew as soon as i heard that oh that's the 425 and yep sure enough still gaming it which is kind of a surprise as much success as they had with it but so do, do you guys think that those guys that like you know the taylor like dustin johnson i know when the, the sim came out he wasn't happy with it and didn't want to game it but they got to because they're under contract same thing when i don't remember when the, remember when the the speed what was it called? Speed whatever came out with TaylorMade, the Speed Police, and and he didn't want to play that either because he liked the the before that God the slider. Um, so do you do you think that they as soon as it comes out they test it, or do you think he's got? Let me finish my schedule. Let me finish this year, and then I'll go test it out. Because I, I bet they test it out. 
Yeah. In between tournaments and stuff. I mean, they have, they got to get it way beforehand, right? I yeah. Mean, Ping yeah, wants yeah. the feedback. For sure. Yeah. I mean, Titleist, yeah. like their new, the new woods, they were testing before the US Open this year and they just came out like a month ago. Yeah. So they, they've been in their hands even before when they say they're in their hands, they've got them. So what do you think that says about Tony Finau, that he is somebody who's happy with his setup and doesn't want to change? Or maybe he didn't see the numbers that he saw? I mean, I bet he's the type Ping's that gonna, doesn't want to change. Ping's going yeah. to... They're going to make him put it in the bag. Just, at some point. At some, at some point, point yeah. he's going to put it in the bag. Cause yeah. I mean, he's already... I mean, he's long enough. He doesn't need to gain distance. He could gain a little accuracy, but he's also one of the more accurate drivers. Um, one thing I thought was interesting, though, is he's playing a Callaway 3-wood. An LS whatever. Probably a triple diamond 3-wood. But... Did you see Justin Rose? Yeah. He was, was that an M4 that he was playing? Mm-hmm. I mean, this guy has been with TaylorMade for years, went to Hanma, then went to Mizuno. Now he's got his own custom mirror blades with his own logo in them. And then he's hidden. I, it was an M4, right? Am I, I think it was, yeah. yeah I, I think wow. fairway woods are probably the hardest thing for people to give up. Yeah. No, this was a driver, though. Oh, it was a driver. Yeah. He was hitting hmm. driver old school. Well, not old school, but older school. Yeah, I mean, that's four or five years old now. Yeah, very surprised to see that. I mean, that goes back to... Gosh, I mean, before he left for Hanma. When he... Was that 2018? 2017, 2018? I'm not a great equipment old school guy like that, but I was surprised to see that. I would say, personally, like, driver's probably the easiest to give up. If it sits right to the eye, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, fairways are probably the most difficult. Actually, irons are probably even harder to give up because, like, we're so picky with the irons, personally. I, it, last year was, like, the first year I didn't change much in my bag at all. Because you, you know, don't care I, anymore. No, but, like, even now, like, <laughs> I don't. It's, it's like, I want Miras, but like, I just can't like, I love my Mizunos. Like, right, I love so here, them. Here's some Tony Finau stats. Uh, driving distance. He, now let's see, this is four measured rounds. So this isn't a big sampling, but he's two, 295 average, uh, 137th on tour. Driving accuracy, 70%. He's 15th. Uh, let's see. So strokes gained off the T. He is fifth on tour. Strokes gains approach. He's fifth. Strokes gained putting. He's second. As soon as he got rid of the Peretti, I'm telling you, the dude is falling. Um, strokes gained total. He's first. So obviously it's working for him. If you go down his rankings, his lowest ranking on tour is sand save percentage and driving distance. Uh, so for somebody that doesn't, I mean, he, he can hit it as far as anybody. We all know that. We've seen his 200-plus ball speed. Um, he doesn't need to. Mm-mm. I don't think he plays a, an incredibly long driver. It seems like he's, you know, Keegan Bradley very crouched over and, and, and uh, on that thing. So I, I don't see that being a 46-inch driver by any means. Um, he could definitely be bombing it out there, 330, no problem. Um, but he 
choosing the accuracy over anything else. I, I'm I'm curious. I would love to know why that's not why the 430 is not in his bag right now. You know, I mean, Tony Fina is one of those players where they're going to do everything they can to make him happy. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, like, he's a superstar right now. He's a superstar. I mean, he probably goes. To, he, I mean, he lives in Arizona now, correct? Yeah. He's probably at Ping all the time, testing shit out and trying to make the the Finau way of of the clubs. And he, you know, he they make shit for him, and he probably spends a lot of time dialing it in. So maybe the the four twenty five hasn't fit him yet, and they're working on it. And it will get there because they're going to dedicate a lot of their time to making it right for him. So that way the public sees that he is playing the driver so they can sell that driver. Well, and maybe it's just not does, there yet. Does it go as deep as we need to deplete the 425 inventory? Tony, keep this in your bag. Go get a win. Hmm. And let's clear the shelves. I, mean, I don't think, no. Paying, maybe. maybe. Could I you mean, put it past him? No, that's uh, that's. Hey, if you pay the if you play the four twenty five and you win, we'll kick you a five hundred k bonus and help us clear the shelves. I mean, possible. It's possible. I, God, I'd love to be in the league. I think I don't. I don't think it's that deep. I really, I don't think I mean, so. It but... would be fun to think Ooh, that, but yeah. it's probably Ooh. just that's working for him. So that's what he's playing. Yeah, of course. That's the easy answer. Because the yeah. new the new driver is probably just not there for him yet, and they'll get it there eventually. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of these guys don't want to let go of their clubs that they rely on for, you know, wins, you know, superstitious, whatever the case may be. But it'll get there eventually. It's there's just not so there many yet. Players, there's so many players like JT's playing five wood that's like eight years old. Oh my god! And it's a thing of beauty. Yeah, I mean. There's but so that's many a guys. wood. That's what I'm saying it, it's about a the fairway woods. woods. Are tough. That's the toughest club to get out of the bag. Oh, sure. if you find something that works for you, you're not getting rid of that. I don't and care. That's, who that's where I'm at with the the sim. Like I, I, you know, I'm trying to find a new shaft for it, but it's it's so good and it's hard. Yeah, to let you're it go. Spo- Yeah, that. See, you could be helping me relieve my tinkering anxiety by stopping by, going <laughs> through some shafts. Let's tinker. Help me help me. Yeah, but for us <laughs> normal humans, like testing out shafts and shit like that is not as easily accessible as the the tour players. You know, well, like yeah. I gotta spend a hundred dollars. If it doesn't work, then I gotta resell it for forty and I lose forty bucks and then I gotta try something else. And mm-hmm. then it's, you know, it's just never ending cycle. That's where you're at. You gotta get out of that never ending cycle. I don't know where I'm going with that. I was waiting. I've... <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. Okay. So uh, this week, uh, the, the tour is the PGA Tour. I got to make sure no one thinks I'm talking about the live tour there. Uh, they are in Sea Island, Georgia, uh, playing the RSM Classic. Uh, Harry and Taylor are both in there. I'm, I'm waiting for those boys to take a week off. I guess this is the last official event of 2022 so um i'm gonna be reaching out to them to see if they, they'd like to come on and 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 chat some golf with us um so uh rsm classic uh taylor gooch now on live the uh defending champion uh joe you got the odds up and rolling 
Um, I'm bringing them up, but okay. But I did an in-play bet on the St. Louis Jesus. Blues and Avalanche game did you for take the, the third Avalanche? period. No, I did it. I did it in play, uh, mine or less than five and a half scores because it was three at the point at the point I put bet in. And I'm up three dollars and sixty cents for the night. Let's go. You are a madman. That's right. <laughs> madman. Good lord. How do you how But I would have been down forty and I'm up three dollars and sixty cents. Let's go. Nice. Good job. All right. So um, last la- hang on a second. Last week's results. Um I, I'm on a, a a downward spiral right now. I have officially <laughs> taken over Jeremy as the person who sucks the most this season. Um I missed my third cut in a row. Sam Burns yes. apparently uh, after shooting uh, 80 almost, then decided to withdraw with six holes to play when he had to come back. And he's like, fuck it. I'm not making the cut anyways. I'm not going six for six. Let's go home. Um, so that was nice to see. Uh, Joe had Taylor and you totally jinxed him. So yeah, good job. Good job. Uh, he finished 57th. Nice, Joe. Well, way to go, buddy. <laughs> Um, uh, Jeremy won the week with Aaron Wise, the original Wise guy. Uh, you got uh, 38 points for that. Uh, we're just killing it, killing it. I think combined, yeah. combined, all of us the last two weeks, we have let's see, uh, 16, 20, 58 points. Yes, <laughs> balling, balling big time. Uh, so Joe, let's hit the odds, and then it's Jeremy, you, and me for the picks. Uh, yeah, favorite Tony Finau, no surprise, five and a half to one. Brian Harmon, eighteen to one. Wow, that's a big gap. Uh, Seamus, uh, in the field, twenty-two to one. Jason Day, twenty-five to one. Montgomery, uh, Tom Hoagie, twenty-eight to one. Uh, Keith Mitchell, Joel Damon, thirty to one. Danny McCarthy, 33 to 1. Sahith Gala and uh, Maddie Neesmith. Mackenzie Hughes, 35 to 1. Webb Simpson, uh, Davis Riley, Patrick Rogers, Wyndham Clark, 40 to 1. JJ Spawn, 45 to 1, along with Matt Kuchar. A- Kevin Kisner at 45 to 1 as well. Justin Rose, Alex Smalley, uh, Will Gordon, Brennan Todd, Taylor Pendrith. Aaron Rye, uh, 50 to 1. Let's go down some more. That's uh, Joe's Chase, favorite English golfer. Chisson Headley, 175 to 1. Stuart Sink, 175 to 1. Uh, at the bottom, 301. Peter Maltnati, Harry Higgs, Doc Redmond, 300 to 1. Dude, Harry, Harry Higgs has played decent lately, too. Harry Hall, 200 to 1. Yeah, I saw that. That's deep. Deep friend. Yeah, this is a tough one. All right, Jeremy. You are up. Who is your pick for the RSM? Uh oh. Uh oh. There he is. Okay. Jeremy, are you there? I'm here. Okay. RSM pick. Who you got? Who is your pick? Sorry, froze there for a minute. Yes, you did. Um, I'm going Mackenzie Hughes. 35 to 1. 35 to 1. All right, Joe. 
Um, I'm gonna take Patrick Rogers again. Oh, you fuck. God damn one. it. I'm like, Joe's not gonna take him. I am gonna take him. Not gonna <laughs> take him. You bastard. Ah, <sighs> okay. So that I gotta do it. I, I, I gotta go back to ta Taylor, Taylor Montgomery. I, I, I gotta bring back some good juju for him because what is that? Andrew Rogers. Put ten bucks on him. Let's go. God damn! I look. I had it. I had it written down ahead of time. Right there. See. Right there. That's why you gotta Did win you see, the week that, you see Taylor hole out that wedge? Oh, was that amazing on 18? Yeah, I'm pretty sure his Bounce swing dunk. speed is faster with his sandwich than my driver. It's, that was a it, very ferocious swing. Yeah, very nice. I, I look at his wedge swings and, and I look at mine and I go, I am not that committed <laughs> at all mm -hmm. to my wedges. <laughs> it's probably why my 52 degree only goes 100 yards. Ah. <laughs> oh. All right, what was uh, Taylor's odds? Joe? Um, let me pull that up. Uh, PGA Tour Golf. Futures are some classic. Taylor Montgomery is down here. <laughs> uh, 28 to 1. 28 to 1. Okay. Hey, we're all in the bonus this week. All right. Oh, yeah, I got some new uh, BGM business cards. Hey. Very nice. Boom. Uh, up to, hey, we're up to 18 people already signed up for next season. Got three, three new players. Uh, can't wait to meet them. Um, I don't know if you guys, or I'm sure you did because you were talking about Discord. Well, no, Joe talked about the newsletter. Uh, got some uh, head covers coming. Um, limited edition there's only 10 of them available so if you're listening to this and you're in vegas with the vgn tour uh hit me up on discord i can uh save one for you so far four people have claimed them so there's only six left get on it get on it Got anything else i uh -oh. do he's got the finger so when uh, I curl my mustache, I'm using beard oil by Man Beard. <laughs> <laughs> when I distill my bourbon. <laughs> uh, look, this tells you how ready I am to go to bed. Right there. Yeah, you, it's late for you, man. Oh, my God. Do you God. want to just leave a recording and you can go take a nap? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so one of the... I guess newer listeners of the podcast. I ran into him at Shriners. Uh, he recognized my T-shirt. He saw I was wearing an old Mac logo on my chest, and um, gonna your give hat, him a shout out because glass. like he was the only person that noticed I was wearing an old Mac shirt. Uh, his name's Jenner Wilson. He's from uh, Utah, and um, been uh, chatting with him a little bit on Instagram. Super cool dude. Totally gets the vibe. He goes abandoned every year, which is a major goal of mine because it is the greatest place you can ever go. Um, but uh, I posted that uh, video of uh, Pasa Tiempo earlier today. You guys saw that? Yes, I did. The mm -hmm. video for, uh, by Puerto Rico. Yep. Mm -hmm. I mean, greatest back nine you'll ever play in your life. But he brought up that 
the par three finish is kind of a letdown. Oh, is a par three finish a letdown for you? And what is the greatest par three finish you've ever played? Club at Sunrise by far. No, trash. Garbage. North Las Vegas par three? Desert Willow? Angel Park? No, that's a par four. That's a par four. Angel Park Cloud Nine? Yeah, but do we you... have do we have any par three finishes in Vegas? Club Besides, at Sunrise. Club at Sunrise. Uh, but that was a switch. No, that well, I mean, well, that's the, not the original layout. It used to be the nine, and they switched it to eighteen. But they've switched yeah, and it's 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 times. one of those things where it's hard to like to find those courses. I I don't think we really have any other than Club at Sunrise. I can't think of any off the top of my head. Wow, Club at Sunrise could be the only par three finishing hole be, in Vegas yeah. for a full eighteen. Yeah, for a full eighteen. What about Los Prados? What's the last hole there? Uh, that's a par four. Par four. Hill. Yeah. Uh, wow. Interesting. But is a par three finish a letdown for you? If you're gonna, even if you were playing, say Cascada or Band and Dunes or wherever the course may be. Is a par three finish a letdown so for you? I'll, I'll say this. Let's say you're having, you've played 17 holes and you're shooting a career best, a PB, and you pull up to the tee box and it's a par three. Are you happy? No. <laughs> no. No? No. No? No. I'd rather finish with a par five if, if I have a shot at my personal best. Because oh. you can get there in two. You can get there in one on a par three. You can, but I mean, it, you're talking about greens and regulation percentage that you have achieved 5% this year, 31% of the time. If you're going for a personal best, chances are one out of three times you're missing that or you're, you're hitting it. Yeah, no, I so just, the odds I, are I'm against just you. If, if, if I'm for if, you personally, if I'm pulling around the corner and, and it's a par three and I'm, you don't have to worry about hitting driver. Uh, if you, you miss the green, you can still get up and down, say par. I mean, it's, it takes a lot of pressure out of the game as far as I think a par five may, takes some, I think a par five takes more pressure out of me than a, than a par three. Mm -hmm. Seriously? Yeah. Yeah. It depends on the par three though. Like well, if you yeah, roll now, up and it's 17, if it's a hundred yards, or I mean, yeah. Yeah. If it's, you know, at, at Wolf with the Island green, yeah, mm -hmm. completely different, but. I mean, I guess I'm thinking too much of Club at Sunrise. <laughs> no, Positiempo 18 is is a treach. I mean, it's not very long, but it's it, the green is treacherous. It's mm -hmm. no. So know, personally, me, canyon, I, yeah, I don't. I'm not a fan of a par three for the last hole in the course. I that means the the big golf experience ended on the last hole, and this is just like, yeah, it's kind of, kind of like. But, you know, Las Vegas Golf Club or Las Vegas Country Club, uh, you've got that great par five finishing hole yeah. over the water. And then you've got the the 19th hole, which is just a short little par three. Yeah. I couldn't imagine that being the 18th after that hole. But what if 17 and 18 were flopped? Because 17 <sighs> is a great par three. Yeah, but it's a great par three because of the surrounding. It's, I mean, it's just a basic par three, but because you have that enormous structure right behind you, that's such a classic. Iconic. Now, what if, 
here's one thing about a, a part three finish that's incredible is you have an opportunity at a hole in one. Absolutely. Now, if you ace the 18th hole on your PB round, like, or to go PB, like, that's pretty sick. What's, what's wins? What hole is that that you can That win? is a part three. That is a part three. Right. You're right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That is a part three. So what can you win? 10 grand if you make a hole in one? Depending on what tees you play. Yeah? Yeah. So does that make it better? Like we're going to end this on a par three, but if you make a hole in one from these tees, you get 10 grand? Oh, yeah, 100%. You're juiced. Like going in that tee box, you're like, I'm fucking winning. We're spending (laughs) the night here. We're going to, you you know. I'm a high roller. Yeah. I mean, it, it definitely adds to the experience for sure. Now, if Shadow 17 and 18 were reversed, that would be a huge letdown. Yeah, I mean, I seventeen is it, a but... seventeen is a great hole, but but eighteen's a great eight, hole too. Eighteen though. is, but it's it's a finishing hole. Yeah, eighteen mm-hmm. is a finishing hole. I don't think a par three is a finishing hole. It it would be hard for me to to assess a par three as a finishing hole. Yeah, I mean, here's here's the tough thing is is that's correct. In ninety nine percent of well, think about the think about the rounds, the preserve, the the last hole in the preserve. Yeah, it's, it's a it's putter. A, it's a gimmick hole because you have to have something to encapsulate the round and bring this to close. And hitting a putter off that just mm-hmm. brings a certain level of entertainment to it because you have to do it. You, I mean, that's that's the history. You don't, no one's going yeah. out there to shoot a personal best and no one's going out there going, oh yeah, I, I, I what did you do? What'd you do on 13? What'd you do on 13? Oh, I hit a, a stock nine iron. What? You didn't use your putter? It, what do you, speaking of that, like, what do you think the percentage of people that are not hitting putter off of 13 at preserve? Like people that don't know the situation. That's interesting. That is very interesting. I'm going right? to, we're going to have to ask Scott and see if he knows. Yeah. If like, I mean. Because people that go there should know the aura of the place. You know but, about that, right, Jeremy? Mm-hmm. You got it, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's that's Instagram. That's social media. Mm-hmm. That's. I would I've, say like at least twenty five percent do not hit putter off that last tee, at least minimum. Well, same thing. How many people do you think hit the tee shot on the sixteenth green at Sheep? Yeah. Right. That. Yeah, I mean, there's there's that. an aura out there, and it's it's. It's knowledge, it's golf geeks, it's people that really are but fucking I, I just nerds don't, about it. I just don't think a par three can be a, a, a way for you to end a round of golf. Yeah, I mean, it's, 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 it's really, really tough to end your course on a par three. Like, I don't see the majority of architects doing it, and you don't really see it that often. But at Pasa Tiempo, to me, it really works because you are encapsulating this incredible back nine the way it moves through the mountain and the hills and the bunkering and alistair mckenzie is like here's a short one for you let's try and cap it off with a high note and the green is treacherous it's like it's not as three-tiered as 16th but it it's it's three-tiered and you got to carry a ravine so how much have you read about that i mean i'm curious because i know you're you're a geek about architecture and ha- how much do you know about why that is a par three to finish the course? 
Uh, I'm I'm curious. I would love to know his because I mean, obviously, yeah, I know I've read it. I can't I can't pull it out of my head right now, Mm -hmm. but I know I've read about it. Was it, you know, this is the way the design worked out, and oh shit, we didn't have much room, so let's just. Yeah, I want to say I'm like I'm not 100 percent sure on this, but I want to say that it was they were short. I mean, because like the rest of the holes were so good that they ended up a little short on the 18th. I want to say that, but I'm not 100% correct on that. Like, I can't confidently say that, but... I would love to know that. If there is a greatest par 3 finishing hole, I would say... I would have to say, like, I haven't played every course in the world, right? But Pasa Tiempo has to be top well, five. Doesn't the, isn't the Greenbrier finish on mm-hmm. 18 on a par 3? Does it? Yeah. Yeah. I've got, I got a list of the top 10 best par three finishing holes. Oh, let's Ooh, go. Let's, let's hear go. it. Stack nice. Oh, Earning his weight. Let's hear it. So it's it's not necessarily numbered, but they the way they put it in order leads me to believe that Pasta Tiempo is number one. Ooh. Good call, um, Joe. Followed Curly by Greenbrier, Old White. Uh-huh. Uh, Cascades at the Omni Homestead Resort in Hot Springs, Virginia. Virginia um, Garden City Golf Club in New York. Medina, number one. Is yeah, that hole's incredible. I'll send you this link. Uh, Myrtle Beach National. Some of these kind of look like normal par threes, but it's in such good shape that it just looks incredible. <laughs> Uh, Roaring Cap, or sorry, Roaring Gap Club in New York, in North Carolina. East Coast thing so far. Yeah, Burning Tree Country Club in Greenwich, Greenwich. Yeah, Burning Tree's got a great logo. Great mm-hmm. logo. Sandpiper in Santa Ooh, Barbara. Okay. Uh, Brackenridge Park Golf Course in San Antonio. That looks like a Muni, but it might not be. Sorry if I offended anyone. <laughs> But yeah, Pasa Tiempo. I mean, looking at the pictures of the ones that they put on there, it looks insanely incredible and totally is a great finishing hole for a par three. Very yeah. interesting. Yeah. I think it really depends on the hole. Like looking at this, the bunkering is incredible. You're incredible. hitting over a, a Barranca. Yeah, Barranca. So, um, the green Dancing complex course. looks awesome. The scenery mm-hmm. around it, the, the clubhouse up on top of the hill. Yeah. It depends on the hole, the, the layout. If you've got a hole that's just extremely difficult, green with undulation, hazards around it, but it's scenic and people can watch you hit into that green, that makes a difference. But if it's Club at Sunrise 18, total letdown. (laughs) 100%. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh... Positivo 18 is great. I mean, I wish wish it would have ended on a different hole, but man, that's a great par three. It really is. And you can watch that every year uh, when they play the, what is it, the West Coast yeah. Intercollegiate or whatever. On I would Golf have Channel. loved when they when they did the renovation at Club at Sunrise. I would have loved to see them extend that 18th hole out into the ditch and built like an island like uh, players, and just mm. had a. You know, a big ass green out there that you had to hit a 230 yard. If you're going to finish and make it a par three, make it a par three. Yeah. It's you know? a club at sunrise. They're not going to do that. I know, but I mean, <laughs> that would be cool though. Right? A little peninsula over the ditch. A little peninsula out over the ditch. You can see the 
floating carcasses and the garbage bags and shopping Coleman carts. Coolers. And Coleman <laughs> coolers is floating in the surroundings. I mean, epic, epic, epic. Yeah. Point being, we need to go play Pasa Tiempo at some point. Yes, we do. That's all I'm saying. Greatest back nine you'll ever play in your life. Uh, Jenner Wilson uh, also uh, agrees. Uh, so yeah, and he's played Bandon so All right. multiple times. Um, so Jeremy, we were talking a little bit about a fiftieth birthday trip since April. Got stuff going on. Not going to be able to probably do anything on yeah, my actual the Masters. 50th. Yeah, Masters. No, it's the twenty third, not the seventh. Yeah, um, there's a child coming. Oh yeah, that, that too. Jill, that's the main. Right? That's the main Think, thing. Thinking about myself, sorry. Um, but we're thinking about doing a little San Francisco, you know, uh, Pasatiempo, maybe, mm. maybe Lake some. Said. Uh, um, what's the. Uh, where There's the, great golf up there. Where the PGA Championship was that Call Marikawa won? Uh, Harding Park. Harding Park. Yeah, do a little uh, Allegiant Airway, want to get away, $70. <laughs> Yeah, forty nine. A <laughs> forty nine dollar, ninety eight uh, round trip. Yeah, so we may have to discuss that too. All right, I think that does it for this week. Uh, everybody, want to thank you for tuning in. Of course, um, if you have not, please go down into the show notes, click on the links for some of the sponsors. If you're in Vegas looking to buy a home, move in here. Have some plans to move here. Hit up Bob West. He is the golfing real estate agent. Him and his team do great. And uh, I mean, he sends me a monthly uh, you know, evaluation of the yeah, area. Me too. I love it. Absolutely love it. So yeah. much good information. Uh, Las Vegas Golf Superstore is another brand that we support out here. Go in, visit them. I got a great staff there. Great guys. Great inventory. Just, I mean, their used club selection right now is overwhelming. Because I think so many COVID golfers that are like, fuck this game, uh, are selling their shit back. Uh, so go check that out. They got some amazing deals. And FN3P Golf, uh, there's a link in there. We got a coupon, a discount code in the show notes. Use that. Save some money on your order. Uh, thank you for supporting them because they support us and we do appreciate it. Mr. Keith, why don't you take us home? Yeah, one more shout out. Uh, shout out the always open, the always present Roberto's. And uh, thanks for tuning in this week. Uh, thanks for listening. What? Where the, <laughs> did that come from? <laughs> you know, one, Roberto's is always there for us. That's one thing that you cannot deny. Okay. It's true. You know what? I, I appreciate anything that makes me spend more time on the toilet than I need to. Hey, but when you need a bean and cheese, there's always a Roberti's down the road. <laughs> so shout out everybody listening. Uh, tell your friends, tell your homies. Uh, we talk off every single week. We love Bandon Dunes. We love Pasa Tiempo. We love Club at Sunrise. We love all golf. And uh, we appreciate you for listening. Uh, tell your homies and we'll see you next week. Later. Later. Later.